Hello, and welcome to the Autism News Network. My name is Magnus, and today I am with Chris and Kyle. And today we're going to talk about something from our childhood. The Pokemon cards, you know, the how, how, how Pokemon changed the card game. When Pokemon became huge, like, big, you know, where were you guys? You know, I was in elementary school, you know, I think it was like 1999, you know, Pokemon cards are coming out, you know. The games are coming out. The Pokemon show. What about you guys? I was in a similar area. area. I was maybe a little further along, but not same for me. <laughs> not by much, because we're pretty close age ranges. Um, I was in school at the time. All right. What about you, Kyle? I was pretty much in the same boat. I was in elementary school at the time. Yeah, man. Same. I guess all three of us were elementary school at the time. We're mostly, I guess we're millennials, you know, what was your, what, what's your, what's your guys' favorite card? Like, you know, mine back then, you know, I don't really play Pokemon uh, now, you know, I don't have any of the cards, you know, mine will always be Charizard, you know, what about you guys? That used to be one of my favorites, but now pretty much lately would have to be the uh, Zacian V card. That's one of the ones from one of the current sets for the year. Mine would happen to be the uh, Dark Cloak ability Dark Cry from I don't know how many sets ago. That's pretty cool. All right. What's the rarest card you guys have gotten from a booster pack? Me? Charizard. Luckiest card ever, you know. I was so ex- I was so happy when I got it, man. You know, when you just open that fresh pack up, you know. You just scroll through the cards, and there's a holographic, you know, you see the tip of it. You're just hoping it's something good, you know, not a bad one. I see red. I see red, and I'm like, oh, my God. Is it Charizard? Yep, it's a Charizard, you know. What about you guys? Mine was uh, a secret rare from the Sword and Shield set. Basically the same as my favorite card, just a lot, a lot more rarity to it. Gold border, all kinds of neat looks to it. And you, Kyle? Ah, uh, rarest card I've received from the booster pack again is my favorite card. Oh, okay. Oh, so lucky. Same, likewise. I just and remember spending to be my the card I built a deck around. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man, I remember just spending my daily allowance. You know, going to Toys R Us and buying like four booster packs. You know, because I only get an allowance of like twenty bucks. You know, every Saturday, I'd be like, "Mom, take me to Toys R Us." You know. And spent my entire allowance on like four booster packs. I remember those days. <laughs> Man, I you remember, guys remember those as well. It was, it was cool yeah. going to Toys R Us. Nostalgic, you know. So, I remember uh, the last pack I actually opened was from the uh, Breakthrough. Yeah. And I ended up getting an Evil Tall Break. Nice. That's pretty cool, man. You guys remember like and all the violence that came with the Pokemon cards, man? Every day at school, someone was getting, there's a lot of stealing, man. A lot of people are stealing cards, man. They were bringing their cards to school and kids are getting to fights over cards, man. It was bad. Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember. I remember some of that stuff. People stealing from each other all the time, trying to break into other kids' lockers in middle school and stuff, too. Even, like, it got up to, like, stabbing and, like, gu- like gun violence, you know? It was bad. You know, man, people went the the. I've heard I've heard the story. It got bad. Let's just I'll put it that way. You know, I've never seen much of it myself, but I've heard I've heard the stories. 
Yeah, the, the schools are starting school to ban the college over, I remember being bullied in school about having the Charizard and Blastoise cards, and I stopped bringing my cards to school because of being bullied over them. And it's not just violence and Pokemon, which we're talking about, but it's pretty much any of the card games. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But honestly, it never had the same effect as Pokemon. I'll never forget it. Sure. There's never been a card game like Pokemon that just came in and shifted the, the culture completely, you know? That's still, like, mainstream. It's still pretty popular, you know? I'd say it's the most popular card game still, you know? Pretty much, yeah. One of the I mean, you still popular. have, like, other card games, but it's just not as popular as, the you know, the Pokemon name brand. Yeah. So uh, I know people even I know people even older than me, and to give age range for this podcast, I'm 31, and I know people like five plus years older than me that still play the card game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. I had a, a nice little collection, you know, and then you know they they got stolen, and someone broke in my house, and my whole collection, all the holographics, you know, every rare card, you know, I had like the, all, every original. The 151 Pokemon, you know, all of it, you know, all of it, every rare, you know, I had like multiple Charizards, you know, but yeah, man, you guys ever participated in any tournaments? I've done one before the pandemic hit. It was pretty fun. Wasn't really my best, I guess you could say performance on my end, but I still had fun and talked to a lot of cool people. Yeah. As for me, I haven't really done any of the Pokemon tournaments, but I've been in a few of other card games, such as Magic the Gathering and Yu-Gi-Oh! And I did pretty well. Pokemon, I've never really had current enough decks or current enough cards to participate. Still an issue to this day. Yeah. Have you guys ever, like, went on, like, eBay or, like, any of the card, like, the, the auctions, you know, to see, like, what the cards are, like, going for, you know? Because I browse eBay from time to time to see, like, what the cards that were stolen for me are going worth. And I'm a, I get sad from time to time, man. I'm telling you. Some of those cards I had are worth, like, thousands of dollars now, you know? Oh, yeah. I've, I've, heard, that, I've heard that from a couple card shop owners in the area. That the, some of the cards are pretty much in the thousand range now. Maybe even a little more. Yeah, especially those from the base set. The original set that came back came out way back in 1999 those are the ones that have the most value yep and that's the ones i had that i got stolen man i had everyone and a and a plastic little sleeve you you know with that little hard plastic cover on all of them you know every holographic card multiple multiple charizards everything sad times you know but good times at the same time you know so uh yeah you guys still play you guys still actively still play like pokemon right because i don't i don't really I, I only play like the games, like I like every the now, Game Boy. Every now and again. Every now and again. How have the rules changed over time? Well, there's a, there's been a couple changes since like the since like when it first came out. Some of the cards you can't play if you're the first one going now, aside from not being able to attack or um I think there was something else, but um aside from not being able to attack, you can't play certain cards on first turn if you're going first that's where it's basically become like a benefit overall that a lot of people and, try to go second and as he was saying about certain cards back when the card game first came out there were only a few types of cards 
to clarify, there were energy cards, the Pokemon themselves, and trainers. Yep. Now it's expanded in the trainers. They have tools. They have supporters. They have the stadium cards. And item cards as well. That's what I meant by tools, but item cards, they're, they're not just one specific type of card anymore. Like they used to have the energy cards, which you knew what they were, the Pokemon cards, and then the trainer cards, which were all gray from way back when. There were no unique, no uniqueness about the trainer cards. They were just trainer cards. Supporter cards have rulings that you can only play one supporter per turn. Stadium cards, you can only have one stadium out at a time. If you play a stadium and your opponent then plays a stadium, your stadium is discarded so your opponent's stadium can take effect. Those kind of things. Those are changes to the rules since the card game has evolved and expanded. Those didn't exist when it first came out. Nice. So what are your thoughts on like the future of Pokemon cards? Me? I think Pokemon changed the card game. You know? I think it's the first like mainstream card game that got that really got into our youth, you know? The games, you know, the Pokemon games on Game Boy, you know, red and blue and yellow. And then you had the Pokemon shows, you know, there weren't like, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Like for, there was like a uh, Magic the Gathering and Yu-Gi-Oh card games, you know, but uh, I just feel like man, Pokemon's still going strong, you know, don't get me wrong. Yu-Gi-Oh still has this fan base, but that's just a really, really loyal fan base, you know, How, do you think like. Pokemon still has a future. Like it'll, I, to, I think Pokemon will go on for a while, a long time, you know. They really, really love their fans. They listen to their fans, you know. I think as long as there's still a fan base for the show and the show keeps expanding and evolving and adding more different series and more different aspects and more different Pokemon, the card game will continue to evolve and grow. Yeah, they've got... They've, all of the cards are hinged on the show. Yeah, they've got long... A lot of years ahead of them still before they ever fizzle out. They s recycle cards that have been in past sets to reintroduce them into current sets every now and again. But other than that, they don't produce everything at one single time like, so, like some other companies might. They'll do like so many, so many a set and then do something completely different with some of the other cards. They still they still end up holding collector value and stuff along with the uh, the usefulness of the cards. Yep. So I think the future of the Pokemon game in general is still pretty bright as long as the show continues having its fan base to continue to produce video games, create new Pokemon. The card game will still be around. Yeah, man. I hope, man. Pokemon is it's it's a huge part of my childhood. Even though I don't collect the cards, you know or watch any of the shows anymore i'm glad it still lives on you know i'm really really glad you know it's pokemon has just been honestly and i, and I think i speak for a lot of us it, it's it's really part of the ch of my childhood and our child millennials you know yeah. now, i'll never forget i'll never forget when pokemon came out you know the culture everywhere you know oh my it was it was huge you know oh yeah it was it's big and still is to an to an extent indeed well, guys, I'm Magnus. I'm here with Chris and Kyle. And uh, that concludes our podcast for today. It's been a fun one, man. Thanks for joining us at the Autism News Network.